The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Top of the key. He's going to be hammered. He's going to pull up for the three. This Mount St. Joseph College basketball game is brought to you by The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gymnasium for this game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Harrington Center on Delhi Avenue at the site of Mount St. Joseph University, where this afternoon we've got men's basketball for you today on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell. And this afternoon, it is going to be the Earlham Quakers coming to town in Heartland Conference men's basketball action. The Quakers are 3-5 and five overall, and they are 1-2 and two in the Heartland Conference. And they'll be taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The Lions are now 5-3 and three overall, and they are 3-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference after their victory last Saturday afternoon over in Anderson, Indiana. It's now 5 out of 6 for the Lions. They are now sitting atop. The Heartland Conference standings all by themselves as the lone undefeated team after three weeks of conference play. Rose Holman defeated Transylvania last Saturday. We'll get into the scores coming up a little bit later on in our pregame show. But they beat Transylvania last Saturday to move the Lions into the top spot all by themselves. There's basketball action going on right now at the Harrington Center, and that is the women's game where the Lions are beating Earlham by the score of 60 to 45, although the score now at 61 to 45 is not anywhere indicative of how this ball game has gone. The women of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, boy, they have had a tough time getting themselves straightened out in this ball game and in the fourth quarter the lead actually got down to 11 after it had been up to 16 and it got down to 11 but now it is back up to another 16 point lead with a minute 9 left to go in this ball game so the women are going to up their season mark to 6 3 6 and 3 overall on the year and in the Heartland Conference they are 3 and 1 and they are still way ahead of the game as far as getting a playoff berth, a tournament berth at the end of the season. They take the top eight ball clubs and that is where it will be. They're trying to get into that top four and host a game. So that is what the Lions' goal is as far as the women's basketball team is concerned. As far as the men are concerned, well they're coming off of their impressive win on Saturday against Anderson, 80 to 72. It's always a tough place to play over in Anderson against the Ravens in basketball and it was no different on Saturday but the Lions probably played their best game of the season all around. They continued their recent run of outstanding shooting as a team in the first half. They shot 61.5% from the field to take a 13 point lead into the break. 44-31. to The Lions 
would turn back Anderson's efforts in the second half to get back into the ball game. They were blistering from the field in the second half. The Ravens shot 62% from the field. But the Lions, well, they were outscored in that second half by 5, 41-36, but they'd hold on to get the win. Mount St. Joseph held Anderson to just 19 points under their average, and Stanley Duncan, their leading scorer, who came in averaging 24 points per game, well, they only gave up two to him on Saturday afternoon. Now, we will talk with assistant coach Justin Day about how the team played and what they did defensively against Duncan in last week's ball game. That's coming up a little bit later on in our pregame show before this one with the Quakers. The Quakers last year were 6-19 and overall. They finished 2-16 and in the conference, but they're already halfway there to meeting up their conference win total a year ago. They've got one already. Over the past nine seasons, the Quakers are averaging just three wins and 22 defeats every year. They've lost 20 or more games for seven consecutive seasons, and the six games they won last year were a high over the past 10 seasons. And the only reason I'm telling you 10 seasons is because their records didn't go back any further than 10 seasons. Before the season, Anderson was finished to pick fifth, or I should say Earlham was finished, picked to finish fifth in the conference. But right now, we'll take a look at the standings coming up a little bit later on. And as the final score buzzes off here, let's take a look at the, the final score. It was 63 to 48. They actually shut down the scoreboard before I could get the final score jotted down. Now they've got it back up. So, the women of Mount St. Joseph, they win their ball game this afternoon, 63-48, to and like I told you, their record now goes to 6-3. and They actually tripled their win total over a year ago. They had just two wins total. They've got six now, and they are 3-1 and in the Heartland Conference. Their next game is coming up on Monday night. That will be at Franciscan, and they will be playing Steubenville. That is at Steubenville, I should say, in that ball game. So big win here this afternoon for the women of Mount St. Joseph as they win by the final score of 63-48. to But back to the game that we'll be bringing you here in about 20 minutes. Earlham taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Jason Polikoff is the head coach of Earlham. He was hired in June of 2014 and begins his fourth year as head coach at Earlham. In 2016-17, last year, he took the Quakers to their best overall win total in over a decade with those six wins. And he led Earlham in the 15-16 season to their first Heartland Conference victory, road victory. That was a 76-72 triumph at Franklin, and that was their first conference victory since the 2012-13 season. Their last meeting between these two ball clubs was on Saturday, February 18th of this year, and that was at Earlham, where Mount St. Joseph defeated Earlham. In fact, if you take a look at both of the games from a year ago, they were very, very similar in final scores. On February 18th, it was St. Joseph defeating Earlham 86-58. Andrew Finley scored 19 points in that ballgame. Edwards, Getz, and Tyler Mano combined for 43 of the other 67 points that the Lions scored. Edwards, Cropper, and Mislowski scored 64, I should say, uh, 
they, they combined for just six points in the game a year ago off the bench. Now, on the January 14th at the Harrington Center, the final score was 86-60. to 60. So you can see the comparison between the two final scores of the games a year ago. 86-58, to 58, the Lions win it. And then 87-60 to 60, later on in the year, the Lions win it over Earlham also. So it's Earlham 3-5 and five overall, 1-2 and two in Heartland Conference play, getting set to take on the Lions at 5-3 and 3-0 three and three and in conference play. We'll take a look at today's schedule, the conference standings, and have an interview with head coach Justin Day. We'll do all that when we come back right after this timeout. For most military service members, returning home is a joyful time. But when these troops come home injured, it can be the beginning of a long and painful struggle to recuperate. A struggle that can affect their entire family. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes is a nonprofit organization that has put together an array of support services for these heroes. They include programs that help with jobs and financial aid, as well as conferences that can assist them on their road to recovery. The goal is to help our heroes and their families transition back to civilian life with pride and dignity. Our servicemen and women all volunteer to serve and defend this nation. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes can help you thank them for their sacrifices both on and off the battlefield. To learn more or to find out how you can volunteer to help at a VA hospital, call 1-888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org on the web. It's back home Tuesday night for the Roger Bacon Spartans. Newport Central Catholic heads into the Fogarty Center for a non-conference battle, and the Spartans will be looking to put another mark in the left-hand column. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Tuesday night as the Spartans entertain Newport on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The game will tip off at 7.30, and the pregame show starts at 7.15. It's the Spartans and Newport Central Catholic Tuesday night from Roger Bacon High School, and you can hear it all at 7.15 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And our next broadcast game here for Mount St. Joseph will be on Monday night, and that is when the Lions will be on the road in Columbus to take on the Capital Crusaders. As a matter of fact, that will be the last game for the Lions prior to the Christmas holiday. They are actually going to have about 12 days off. Their next game will be back here at home, and that for the Lions after these next two ball games today against Earlham and then Monday night against the Capital Crusaders. As I told you, the women won earlier today. They won 63 to 48. They are now 6 and 3 overall. They're 3 and 1 in conference play. They'll be back on the road Monday night at Franciscan. That's in Steubenville, and that game will get underway at 7 o'clock. Elsewhere around the area in women's games, we have no scores, no finals as of yet, but Rose Holman was playing at Transylvania. At 2 o'clock, a tip-off between Earlham and Manchester. Bluffton is at Hanover, and Franklin is going to defiance. Now, in today's games around men's basketball, last Saturday's games, I should say, here's a look at the scoreboard. What put the Lions in first place in the Hartley Conference was this game. Rose Holman defeated Transylvania 81-75. That was the first loss of the season by Transylvania. Earlham defeated Manchester. They're coming in off of a win by 5, 91-86. Defiance beat Franklin, 76-72. Hanover over Bluffton, 59-54. And as I told you earlier, it was Mount St. Joseph over Anderson by the score of 80. 
to 72. So the conference records heading into today's action in men's basketball. Mount St. Joseph is right on top of it. They are 3-0 and in the Heartland Conference. Then comes Transylvania, Hanover, Defiance, and Rose-Hulman. All four of those schools are 2-1. and Anderson, Earlham, Bluffton, and Franklin are all 1-2. and And then Manchester is at the bottom with a record of 0-3. But the team with the best record overall, well, you've got to look at Transylvania and Hanover. Transylvania 5-1. and Hanover is 6-2. and two. So today's basketball action at 3 o'clock, it tipped off in defiance. Hanover is playing the Yellow Jackets. At 4 o'clock, same time this one should be getting underway, Transylvania is playing at Anderson. Manchester will go to Rose-Hulman, and Bluffton will be at Franklin. In Monday's games, as I told you, Mount St. Joseph will be on the road in Columbus to take on Capital. Center is at Earlham. Rose-Hulman goes to Boyce. And Adrian will be at Defiance. So all the games are non-conference games on Monday night. Nobody played this week in the Heartland Conference in both men's and women's. Now, after the first of the year, boy, everything is going to take off. And you're going to see sometimes even three ball games in one week. But mainly you're going to see two games a week out of both the men and the women. It's Earlham getting set to take on the Mount St. Joseph University Lions. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're going to be back with more and a talk with assistant coach Justin Ray. We'll do all that when we come back right after this timeout. Sport is the common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise I pledge to treat everyone with respect, respect, and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up. Whenever I know discrimination is happening, and I will stand up, get up, rise up, or victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Well, we do have some scores in men's basketball around the conference. It is Hanover defeating Defiance. That is up in Defiance County. 36 to 23. That game got underway at 3 o'clock. So Hanover has got a 13-point lead in men's basketball over the Yellow Jackets. Now in women's basketball, just one final. Hanover defeated Defiance 92-62 to in their ball game. At halftime, Olivet in women's basketball over Anderson. That's a non-conference game, 38-30. to And one other final. Now we've got another final. Rose Hallman defeated Manchester this afternoon in women's basketball, 73-42. And here's another one that just popped up. Bluffton defeated Franklin today, 68-42. to 
to 50. That's all in women's basketball. And like I said, the only score that we've got out of the men's side is Hanover beating Defiance 36 to 23. Now, as you look at the schedule down the road, you've got a couple of big games coming up for the men on the schedule, but it's going to be after the first of the year. Mount St. Joseph, the first time that they are going to actually play Hanover. I'm trying to find that on the schedule here because Hanover was scheduled to be the, they were picked to be the top team in the conference. The first game that Mount St. Joseph will take on Hanover is a Wednesday night. That's January 17th, and that will be here at the Harrington Center. That's a 7 o'clock tip-off. And then down the road, they will be playing them again, and that will be on February 14th. That just happens to be Valentine's Day, and that will be at 7.30 here at the Harrington Center. That is the game that those two teams are actually pointing towards this season. I mean, they are; Those two are going to be a couple of knockout affairs when Hanover and Mount St. Joseph get together. Earlham coming into today's ball game. They are 3-5 and five overall. They are 1-2 and two in conference play under head coach Jason Polikoff. Polikoff in his fourth year, 13 wins against 70 career defeats. Now, they are 1-2 and two at home. They are 1-3 and three on the road for that 3 and 1-0 and and oh on a neutral floor for that 3-5 and five overall record. Now in their win on Saturday on the road at Manchester, 91-86, to 86, the Quakers shot 51% from the floor on 33 of 65, including 45.5%, 5 of 11, from three-point range. The Quakers also won the battle of the boards in that game, out-rebounding Manchester 42 to 27. That's one of the things that they are going to have to do here today. They're going to have to rebound the basketball extremely well and shoot the ball extremely well. But on top of that, even if they do both of those things, they've also got to shut down the torrid shooting that the Lions have had over the past few ball games. We'll talk with Justin Ray about that coming up here in just a few moments. Earlham was led by Elijah Wilson-Thomas with 28 points. He leads the team in scoring with 19.6. Then you've got Chaney Zalman. Zalman, one of their forwards, he's averaging almost 12 points a ball game. Those are the only two that are in double figures for them this year. Wilson-Thomas, he went 5 of 8 from three-point range and 7 of 8 from the free-throw line in the ball game, And he added five rebounds and three assists in the contest. Earlham? has six players averaging in double figures as they come in, but just barely in double figures. Their next game is going to be hosting center. That will be Monday night in Earlham. Earlham comes in averaging 83.8 points per ball game, but they're scoring at a clip of 86 a game in the conference. And defensively, they're giving up overall 76.3 points per ball game, but in the conference, they are giving up 88 points. A game for the Lions. They're five and three overall. They've won five of their last six ball games. They are three and zero oh in the Heartland Conference. They were two and three in non-conference games, and they've got two non-conference games coming up in a row, as we told you on Monday night, and then again in twelve more days. They'll have a long break, and that will be against Thomas Moore. Toby Kerrigan, the head coach of the Lions, his career record: ninety-five wins, seventy-one career defeat, so he's five away from that magic 100 mark. 
three and one here at home are the Lions. They are two and zero oh on the road, and they were zero oh and two on a neutral floor down in Marietta to start out the season. The Mount right now is at the top of the Hartley Conference standings all by themselves as the lone undefeated team left after two weeks of conference play. Balance so far has been the word for the Lions. They have got improved defense, balanced scoring. They've got three players averaging in double figures. Andrew Finley leads the team at 15.8. Then Adam Getz at 15.4. And Eric Edwards, who was the hero player of the week, he's at 15.3 points per ball game. And he, I don't think he can play any better. Edwards has just really carried this ball club the last three contests and he's been the man down low just at 6-3. He's constantly playing against players that are bigger than him and stronger than him, but he's got such great mechanics down low and such good post moves that he's able to outmaneuver, use his quickness, and out actually physical the bigger players that he goes up against down low. As a team right now, Mount is shooting 55% from the field, and defensively right now, they are giving up 72 and a half points per ball game. But in conference play, they have reduced that six points down to 66.7 points per game that they're giving up in conference play. And last week against Anderson, as we said, they held the Ravens to 19 points below their season average in the games, giving up just 70 and the leading scorer in the conference, Stanley Duncan, coming in, averaging 25 points a game. Well, he scored only two in that ball game. We talked with assistant coach Justin Ray about that game and today's contest before today's ball game. Justin, I want to go back last to last Saturday in the Anderson game. In my opinion, I felt like that was the best game that you guys have played all together all year long. How did you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I thought we, we executed, you know, everything we had talked about um, prior to the game and, and leading up to the game. I thought we did a good job uh, defensively and offensively executing, you know, all the things that we, you know, we had prepared for. And they're a hell of a team and, and really hard to beat at home. We hadn't won there in two years. Um, you know, so you know, we were happy to get out of there with a win. That was a great challenge, and the focus, it seemed like everybody that you guys played, the focus was there all game long. Yeah, defensively, uh, it has to be there against them because they're so explosive offensively, and they've got guys that can fill it up. Duncan Stanley, uh, Stanley Duncan scored 40, you know, two games prior to playing us, and three games, something like that. So, you know, they can fill it up in a hurry. They got two guys averaging over 20. You know, and, and a big boy that, that can really score as well. So you, you have to be locked in, and I thought we did a good job limiting those guys as much as we could. Yeah, what did you do against Duncan in that game to hold him down so well? <laughs> Don't leave him. Don't get too far away. You just you just got to be aware of, of who you're guarding and what he can do. Um, and you just try to be there on every catch. Uh, as much as you can, and, and don't give them any easy looks, and you know, try to stop them in transition because they get a lot done getting it up the floor as fast as they can. So, I thought we did a good job, and, and you know, didn't lose focus for for 40 minutes, and you know, to limit those two guys, you know, you got to give a hand to, to our guys that guarded him uh, because those two are, are as tough as it gets. I think. I know how you're going to answer this. I'm going to ask it anyway. Can Edwards play any better? <laughs> You know what? He, he, he really has, um, you know, been playing well and, 
it's something that, you know, he can do it every game if he wants, I think. Um, I think he's, he's one of the best players, one of the best big men in this league um, at, at six foot two, six three. Um, you know, but it's, it's just a, a matter of the coaches getting it, getting the ball to him and, and making sure that the game plan is, is, is there with him in it, obviously. But, um, yeah, he's playing well and we hope it, it continues to go that way. He's really worked hard. You know, so he, everything he's getting, he, he's earned it. You know, coming off of that win, now you've got Earlham, but if, this is a trap game, cause if you lose this game, it makes that game last Saturday just moot. No, Earlham, you know, we lost at Earlham, um, a few years ago, you know, we were down 20 at halftime. You know, that, right now they're third in our league in scoring. They're, they're averaging over 80 points a game. You know, so they can really score the ball. They're shooting over 50% from the, from the, from the field. So, you know, if, if you don't play, you know, as well as you can, you know, you, they'll beat you. They'll beat anybody in this league if they don't play well, you know? Is that something you've been hammering in all week long? Absolutely. I mean, these guys gotta understand that, you know, if you don't, if you don't bring your A game and, and you don't prepare the right way, that, that they'll come in here and beat you. Good luck today. Thank you very much. And it's been a long week off for the Lions as they have prepared for this ball game coming off of that win, that high that they had. That was a great bus ride home, I'll bet, for the team as they came home from beating the Ravens, although it was snowy. Completely different outside today than what it was last week. Snowy, overcast, hard to get home. Today, you're at home in your own beds and it's bright sunshine and close to 50 degrees outdoors. So completely different from one week to the next, including the opponent. Because Anderson, one of the top teams in the Heartland Conference, Earlham trying to become one of the top teams in the Heartland Conference. Over the past few years, they have had a lot of tough times, and Jason Polikoff is really in his fourth year trying to turn the culture and the atmosphere around for the Quakers and make this a ball club that can contend in the Heartland Conference. And right now, after putting up that win over Manchester last week, 91-86, to this team is playing with a lot of confidence. They put a lot of points on the scoreboard. As you heard Justin say, they're averaging over 80 points a game. If you look at their scoring average, in the conference, they're averaging 86 points. Outside of the conference, they're averaging almost 84 points. So there's no difference between, really, their conference games and their non-conference games, they're still putting up around 85 points per ball game, and that's something that the Lions, who defensively in the conference season, have really turned the defense on. I have never seen a team play with so much focus as they did last week in Division Three basketball. They came out against Anderson. They shut down Stanley Duncan, held him to just two points, and that was basically just a garbage bucket towards the end of the game. They also did a great job against all the rest of the Anderson Ravens. The Ravens really had no answer for the Lions' defense a week ago. And when the Lions come into this one, this is one you can look at because it could be a trap game. And if you lose this ball game, like I asked Justin about, and he did, really didn't want to get into it too much, and I don't blame him, but boy, when you look at this ball game today, this is one of these games that you have to be able to win. If you don't win this game, if you don't win the games against the teams that you should beat, 
and you leave them in ball games constantly and let them get the idea that they can beat you, that's one of the things that you really have to look at. And the Lions are probably going to want to come out here and just slam the door on Earlham early in this game, and that way Earlham won't have the opportunity to think that they can win this ballgame. You know, if you watch the Cleveland Cavaliers play on Fox Sports Ohio, you hear Austin Carr, and I brought it up last week in the Anderson game, you hear Austin Carr all the time saying that if you're playing a team that you should beat, you want to get them down early and don't give them the idea that they can actually win the ballgame. That's one thing that the Lions have to do today. Get the Quakers down early. Don't give them the opportunity to think that they can win this ballgame. And they can do that by shutting down Elijah Wilson Thompson, Thomas, who's averaging almost 20 points a game, 19.6 coming into this afternoon's ballgame. If they can shut him down like they did Duncan last week, that eliminates any possibility that the Quakers have at winning today's game. But if Wilson Thomas goes off today, then the Lions are going to have their hands full. So, the keys for today's game for Earlham. They've got to put up shots early, often, make the shots, and control the glass. They've got to be able to rebound against the Lions here today. Now for the Lions, the keys for them, they've got to be able to rebound, same as what Earlham needs to do, and They've got to play defense. They've got to go out there, slam the door on Wilson Thomas like they did last week against Stanley Duncan. We're a couple of minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's ball game. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. Be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. This Monday night, the Mount St. Joseph Lions have a quick turnaround and head to Columbus for a game with Capital University. The Crusaders are coming off a contest with Baldwin Wallace and searching to find their identity. This is Dave Mitchell. The Lions are back on the road Monday for a non-conference game with Capital, and you can join me for all the action of Lions basketball with the pregame show at 6.30 and the tip-off at 7. Mount St. Joseph travels to Capital for a game with the Crusaders on Monday night at 7, and you can hear it all at 6.30 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's basketball time from the Harrington Center here at Mount St. Joseph University. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Let's take a look at this afternoon's starting lineups for this one here today as the Lions get set to take on the visiting Earlham Quakers. And for the Quakers, they will go with the starting lineup of Cheney Zalman. Zalman, number one, he's a 6'6 junior. He will start at one forward. At the other forward will be number 35, Daryl Hutchison. Hutchison is a 6'4 junior, averaging 13 points per ballgame. Zalman is averaging 11.5 points a contest. 
In the middle will be number 23, Austin Dolabao. Dolabao is a 6'5 junior. And in the backcourt, it will be Elijah Wilson-Thomas. He leads the Quakers in scoring at 19.6 points per game. He's number 5, a 6'2 senior. And at the other guard will be Jamel Barnes, number 12. He is a 6-foot freshman. So it will be Barnes and Wilson-Thomas at the guard positions. In the middle is Dolaboa. He is a 6'5 junior. And at the forward positions, it is Zalman and Hutchison. For fourth-year head coach Jason Polakoff, 13 wins against 70 career defeats. He is assisted by Joe Shewers and Joe Adams. Earlham coming in off of a win over Manchester last Saturday by 5, 91 to 86. They're averaging 86 points a game and giving up 88 on the season defensively. Now for the homestanding Mount St. Joseph Lions. They will start the same lineup as they did last week. At the forward positions will be number 11, Eric Edwards, a 6'3 senior, averaging 15 points per game and six rebounds a contest. At the other forward is Adam Getz, number 10. Getz averaging 15 points a game. He's a 6'1 sophomore. In the middle, but actually playing another forward spot, will be Jake Cropper. Cropper, number 23. He's a 6'2 junior. He's averaging eight a ball game. And in the backcourt, it will be Jordan Henry. Henry, a 5'9 senior, averaging 6.6 points per contest. And number 20, Andrew Finley. Finley, a 5'9 senior, averaging 16 points a game. He leads the team in scoring. And Finley is a senior, number 20. So it will be Finley and Henry at the guards. And at the forward positions, Proper, Edwards, and Getz. The Lions, coached by Toby Kerrigan in his seventh year, 95 wins, 71 career defeats. He is assisted by Justin Ray, Rich Morris, and Grayson Roberts. Lions come in off of a win over Anderson last Saturday, 80-72. to And they'll play on Monday night at Capitol. They are averaging 79.7 points per game overall, and they're giving up 72.5 points. But in the conference, as we told you, they're giving up just 66.7 points per ball game defensively. They have been outstanding defensively in the conference season this year. These two teams met a year ago, and it was twice that the Lions defeated Earlham 87 to 60 on January 14th and then on February 18th they beat the Quakers by the final score of 86 to 58. Quakers in their road maroon uniforms with white numerals and trim. They will be going from right to left across your computer screen. The Lions are in their gold home uniforms with blue numerals and trim. It will be Edwards in the center circle set to tip this one off against Cheney Zalman, the 6'6 junior. Lions will be going from left to right. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell. The ball is now in the air, and we get set to go, and the tip is controlled by Earlham. They've got the basketball, and we're underway. With it on the left-hand side, Elijah Wilson-Thomas. Thomas has got the basketball, gets it out between the circles. To Dolaboa. Dolaboa left of the lane, put it up from five, got it. So the 6'5 junior gets the first points of the ball game. Full court pressure put on by the Quakers, but after the inbounds pass, they fall off of it pretty quickly. Bringing it up the floor is Henry, gets it off to Edwards, top of the circle, over on the left hand side, Finley. 
Finley outside the arc, dribbles down, gets it on the left baseline to Edwards, backs in on Zolman, gets it now off to Getz, right of the lane, dumps it off to Edwards, knocked away, stolen away by Erlem. Dolabo will bring it up on the left-hand side with the right-hand dribble, back out front to Thomas. Thomas with the basketball, now gets it over on the right-hand side to Barnes. Barnes back to Dolaboa. He's going to drive the lane, lay it up. Nobody's fouled on the way to the bucket. And that will be against Adam Getz. Adam with his first personal foul of the afternoon. And the first foul against either team. And going to the line will be Austin Dolaboa. He's got two points. He'll look for three and four line left. Put it up and good. Got three in the ball game, and Erlen's jumped out to an early three-zip lead. 19:02 left to go in the first half. Second one by Dolaboa is up and good again. He's got four in the ball game, two for two from the stripe early, and we're a minute in exactly, and it's four nothing Quakers. Henry will bring it across the timeline near the center circle off to Edwards, drives right of the lane against Zalman, laid it up and in. Edwards with his first two, and it's four-two early. Dola ball between the circles. Hands it off left-hand side to Barnes. Barnes, the six-foot freshman, dumps it off underneath on the left-hand side to Hutchison. Hutchison, nice, moves underneath against Edwards. Put it up no good, and Edwards grabbed the rebound. Clears it up the floor to Finley. Into the front court, up the right side, to the line, to the lane with his left hand. Kicks it off to Henry, left corner. Henry dribbles inside the lane, puts it up on the right side, laid it up with the right hand. Nope, and the rebound comes down on the play to Barnes. Barnes will bring it up the floor from right to left with the right-hand dribble. Get it off to Dolaboa. Crossover dribble right of the lane. Drives in against Getz, and a foul is going to be called on Getz, and that's his second. Adam with two, and that's the second team foul, and immediately Toby Kerrigan is going to bring in Connor Mislowski. Connor checks in, averaging just under five points a game, and Getz leaves the ball game for Miz, putting it in play is Barnes. Barnes right of his own bucket, inbounds it to Dolaboa. Dolaboa in the lane, puts up a 12-footer fall away. Nope, and the rebound taken down by Jake Cropper. Cropper gets it off to Finley. Finley to the top of the circle, behind the back dribble, on the right baseline to Cropper for the three. Got it. Cropper, his first three of the game, averaging 55% from three-point range. And it's now 5-4. to four. The Lions take their first lead of the ball game. Into the front court, Dolaboa gets it to Hutchinson on the right side, Barnes. Barnes sideline right, top of the key, Dolaboa drives right side. He'll put it up against Cropper, lay it up with the right hand, good. Dolaboa's got six early, and it's 6-5. Quakers have regained the lead with 17-30 left to go in the first half. Edwards, top of the circle, right side, it goes to Cropper again. He's going to shoot the three, that one's short. Rebound comes down into the hands of Finley, put it up. No, he blew the layup, and the rebound taken down by Barnes. Barnes will bring it up the floor. Gets it on the right-hand side. Taken away, stolen away by Finley. Finley with it, up the floor from left to right. Finley between the circles with a right-hand dribble. Gets a pick from Edwards, stops top side, dishes back off to Edwards. Kicks it off into the corner to Miz. One dribble, top of the key, Cropper. Cropper back over to Finley, and Cropper, before he could give up the basketball, walked with it. Second turnover of the ball game committed by the Lions with 16-58. And the Quakers have the basketball out of bounds on the far side at three-quarter court with a one-point lead at 6-5. Barnes will bring it across. Bounce pass, gets it off to Thomas. Now to Hutchison, to Dolaboa on the left wing. 
Topside Barnes. Barnes looking for Thomas. He leads them in scoring. Has a left of the circle outside the arc. Hounded by Henry. Thomas gets it over on the right-hand side. Now to Zalman. Zalman underneath the Hutchinson. Nice up and under move. Put it up. No good. Rebound tapped out front. Comes down into the hands of Zalman. Zalman clears it back out front. And it goes to Barnes on the left wing to Dolaboa. Dribbles down to the baseline to the block. Shut off by Mislowski. Knocked the ball away. And Dolaboa picks up the dribble again. Dolaboa left of the lane. Throws up a wild shot in the lane from five. Won't go. Almost fell through though. And Mislowski grabs the rebound. Gets it off to Finley. He'll bring it across into the front corner around a pick by Edwards. Double team near the top of the circle. And then Finley drove his pivot foot as he was off balance. So another turnover against the Lions brings Cameron Stewart off the bench into the ball game. And Jordan Henry will sit down. This combination of Henry and Stewart is what shut Stanley Duncan down of Anderson last week. And Toby Kerrigan is asking the same thing of these two against Wilson Thomas here today. Stewart on him in the man-to-man. Thomas is going to shoot the long three. Missed everything. Hit the bottom of the backboard on the far side. And the rebound pulled out of the air by Edwards. Gets it up the floor in the right corner to Cropper. Back out front, Finley. Finley looks left between the legs dribble. Now between the circles. Finley with 15 and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Goes on the left-hand side to Cam Stewart. Top of the key, Finley. All alone for the three. No good off the back iron. Rebound, Edwards. Edwards is going to be tied up by Hutchinson. It'll be a jump ball. And the mount will have it back. Earlham got the opening tip-off. So the alternating possession gives it back to the Lions. Cropper's out of the ball game. Well, now, wait a second. Ball belongs to the Lions. The officials were getting ready to give it to Earlham. But now they've got it straightened out, and the Lions will get the basketball. 15-27 left to go in the first half. Stewart will put it in play left of his own bucket. Does to Edwards, top of the circle. Edwards with the right-hand dribble. Dribbles on the right-hand side in front of the arc. Gets the pass underneath the Mislowski. Stolen away by Hutchinson. That's four turnovers here this afternoon early on the Lions. On the left-hand side, Zalman gets it off to Thomas. Step away, three-pointer, left wing, got it. Wilson Thomas with his first three. And it's 9-5, Quakers lead it by four. Timeout, Mount St. Joseph. 15-04 left to go in the first half. It's now Earlham 9 and the Lions 5. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill in Glenway is the place. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with over 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAPS has the NFL Sunday ticket with a different game each week. Mondays is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. Every day is a great day at JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, the Lions down in this one by four. 
9-5 to with 15.04 left to go. Toby Kerrigan, so upset at his team, decided to take a full timeout instead of the 30. And that's what he did. Coming up at halftime, talking with Nolan Miller and Colby Webb, who have been selected to play in the Division Three All-Star Game in Texas. Coming up in a few weeks. 15.04 left to go in this first half of play. 9-5. Erlem with the lead, Lions with the basketball, Finley has it, double teamed out front, gets a bounce pass over to Stewart. Stewart got the ball kicked away, trying to get it over to Liam Rabe, who's into the ball game for the first time, the six-foot junior, number five. Mislowski, Stewart, Finley, Edwards, and Rabe are in the ball game for the Lions. Finley kicks it out front to Mislowski, top of the key, Rabe. Rabe dribbles inside the circle. Back to Mislowski, left-hand dribble down the left-hand side of the lane, laid it up too hard, and the rebound taken down by Ken Stalling, who's into the ball game now. Stalling got the ball up the floor to Barnes, and Barnes fell down and committed the turnover. Turnovers right now are in favor of the Lions. They turned the ball over four times to two times against Erlem. Edwards and Finley out of the ball game. And coming back in, Cropper and Mitch Moorhead checks in for the first time today. 6'5", junior, averaging two points a game. Bringing it up the floor is Henry. Henry with it on the left-hand side, hands it off to Cropper near the timeline, now gets it off to Stewart. Bounce pass to Moorhead. He's playing way out between the circles. Got the dribble down before he drug the pivot foot off to Stewart, right of the lane, back to Cropper, inside the three-point arc from 17. Got it. Cropper with five in the ballgame, 9-7. Earlham on top of it. Hutchinson across the timeline. The big guy gives it up on the left-hand side and tried to go to Dolaboa, and Dolaboa ended up dragging the pivot foot, and he walked with the basketball. Rebound so far, if you take a look at the stats, the Lions with seven, Quakers four, shooting, neither team shooting very well, 37.5 for the Lions, 33% from the field for the Quakers. With it is Rabe between the circles, bounce pass on the right side to Cropper, Cropper dribbles inside the arc, top side to Rabe, Rabe right of the circle, now backs it out, 10 on the shot clock. On the right side to Moorhead. Moorhead right of the lane. Hands it off to Rabe. Rabe five on the shot clock. Hook pass underneath to Moorhead. And he double dribbled with the basketball. That is five turnovers in the ball game on the Lions. Now Edwards in. Finley in. Rabe will leave and so will Mitch Moorhead. 13-35 left to go. This is reminiscent of the game earlier today in which the Mount St. Joseph women pulled out the victory 63-48 over Earlham, but it was a struggle the entire day for the ladies. On the right-hand side is Barnes, put up the right-hand three-pointer, left-hand three-pointer, no good. Rebound comes down to Dolaboa. Couple of dribbles, reverse layup up and in. Dolaboa's got eight, and again a four-point lead for the Quakers. Henry will bring it up from left to right into the front court. Off to Edwards between the circle. One dribble, hands it off to Stewart. Long three, left of the circle, off the back iron. No, bounces high off the rim, and a foul is going to be called underneath. And that will be against Terry Geldesogi. Geldesogi, the 6'3 sophomore, snuck into the ball game. Or maybe I just didn't want to pronounce his name. Geldesogi picks up his first personal. 13 minutes exactly left to go 
Lions inbound the basketball to Edwards. Baseline right, dribbles right of the lane, inside against Hutchison. Spins to the baseline, throws it up off the glass, and rimming in. Boy, Hutchison gave him no room to maneuver. Bumped into him, almost fell down. Edwards did, and he still got the bucket to go his fourth. It's 9-11-9. Lions down by two. Hutchison, baseline left, dribbles in, falls down, kicks it back out to Barnes. Top of the key, two-pointer, no good, and the rebound taken down by Eric Edwards. Edwards clears it up the floor to Henry, or to Finley, excuse me, top of the circle. Goes now to Henry. Henry between the circles, looking for a back door with Cropper. Gets it to him on sideline left. Now down on the baseline left side to Edwards. He's going to go for the reverse layup, and he was fouled on the way to the bucket. That's called against Hutchison. Daryl Hutchison, a 6'4 junior, and he is a big, big boy. Committed the foul on the play. Hutchison, out of Indianapolis, Indiana, Crispus Attics High School. Henry will put the ball in play out front to Edwards. Double E with it, out of Roger Bacon. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Finley. Bounce pass left baseline to Mitch Moorhead. has come back, or Proper, excuse me, that was Proper. Down baseline right to Stewart for the three, drilled it. Boy, Cam Stewart's been shooting that shot with... A lot of confidence lately. His first three, and the Lions have regained the lead at 12 to 11. Top of the circle, Dolaboa. Dolaboa dribbles back in against Stewart. He'll put it up on the run from 15. No good. And the rebound taken down by Eric Edwards. His fourth. Up the floor is Henry. Henry with 11:43 to go in the first half. Gets it off to Finley, right side. Finley at the three-point arc, up to the wing. Swings it around the front. Gets it underneath the Edwards. Edwards. Tried to look underneath, and a foul is finally going to be called against Hutchison. Hutchison picks up his second personal, and that is going to cause Jason Polakoff to bring Cheney Zalman back into the ballgame probably earlier than he wanted to. Edwards will go line right, shooting 74% from the strike this year. Got four points. Eyes it, shoots it, line drives it off the back iron, bounces high and off the rim, no good. And what is there, a lane violation? There was a lane violation on Hutchison. Hutchison just had a mental blank there as he started to walk off the floor off the lane before the ball ever hit the rim because he's coming out of the ball game. So Edwards gets the shot again, and he puts it up, and that one is good. Now Zalman will come in, and Hutchison will leave. So the mental error by Hutchison gives the... Lions, an extra point, and they lead it by two, 13 to 11. Edwards, line right for the second one. That one's off the back iron. Cropper tapped it out front, but it goes right into the hands of Wilson Thomas. Thomas gets it up the floor to Blake Bonin. Bonin, a 5'8 sophomore into the ballgame for the first time. To Thomas, back over to Bonin. Bonin drives inside around Finley. And he's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. Actually made it, but it won't count. Foul on Andrew Finley, his first. And the third against the Lions as a team with 11-16 to go in the half. Bonin will put it in play in the front court on the far side. Looking, looking. He'll throw it into the back court to Thomas. Thomas, one dribble, and he'll bring it into the front court. Bonin went back thinking he was going to get the ball, but Thomas just kept it himself. Now Bonin left wing, dribbles in against Finley, stops at the baseline, back out front, it goes to Eldasogi. Eldasogi backing in against Stewart, put up the shot from five on the left block, good. Eldasogi, he's got two, and we're tied 
first time today at 13. Stewart the other way, put it up in five. Baseline right, no good. And the rebound taken down by Eldis Hoagie. He clears it off up the floor into the front court to Bonin on the right-hand side, down into the corner to Zalman. He'll shoot the two from 15. No, Eldis Hoagie the rebound, one dribble, back up and in on the right side. Eldis Hoagie has come in and given the Quakers a lot of excitement off the bench, and he's given them the lead again at 15-13 with his fourth point of the ball game. On the right side, Finley. Finley, right block. Inside the lane, double team, can't find anyone. He's got to get rid of the ball and does the proper right wing. Now top of the circle to Edwards. Bounce pass on the give and go to Stewart. Laid it up and in, he was all alone. Cam Stewart with his fifth point of the ball game. And we're tied again at 15. Into the front court. Earlham with the basketball to Dullaboa. Dullaboa spins to the baseline. Right block, put it up from seven. Got it off the glass. Boy, he's got... Nice moves down low and use the glass to his advantage. And it's 17-15. Earlham with the lead again. Finley dribbles down right baseline across the key. Gets the top of the key to Cropper. Now right elbow to Edwards. Edwards looking underneath. Behind the back dribble. Got the ball knocked away and stolen away by Bonin. Bonin will bring it up the left side to the top of the key to the line to the lane. He'll run right over the top of Cropper. But they're going to call Cropper with the blocking violation. I'm thinking maybe he was inside that restricted area because it sure looked like he was set up ready to take the charge, but his heels may have been on that restricted line. That is his first and the team's fourth, and now we're not going to be able to see it on the replay. So Bonin will go line left, shooting two shots, put it up and in. It's his first point of the ball game. Tyler Mino coming in for the first time today, leaving is Cam Stewart. Tyler averaging four points for ball game. Second one by Bonin is up, and that one is good. He's got two in the ball game, and it's 19-15. Again, Earlham with a four-point lead. Lions had the lead by two, and now Earlham has come back and bounced the lead back out to four with 9-15 to go in the half. Cropper, bounce pass to Edwards, left of the circle, standing right on the arc. Edwards hands it off to Cropper. Cropper left elbow, back to Edwards, underneath, all alone, laid it up and in. Edwards with seven, it's 19-17. Earlham on top. Ellis Ogie gets it over on the left-hand side to Thomas. Thomas looking underneath, trying to find Zalman. Kicks it back out front to Boner. Now back out top of the circle to Eldasogi. Eldasogi is going to drive the lane. Laid up with the left hand against Mano. No good. And Mano grabbed the rebound. Tyler clears it off to Henry. Up the floor to Edwards. Went right by him. He couldn't get the handle on it. And it goes out of bounds. And a timeout will be taken by Earlham with 8.40 to go in this first half of play. From the Harrington Center, your score on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It is Earlham 19 and the Lions 17. After years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're not just yards behind their old location into the Delhi Plaza, but only the location changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed family-style atmosphere. With a full menu of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11, now in the Delhi Plaza. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. 
Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, the Lions' next two games, Monday night at Capitol and then December 30th with Thomas Moore, are non-conference games. And you'll hear both of those on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tuesday night will be at Roger Bacon, where the Spartans will be playing against Newport Central Catholic. And that game will tip off at 7.30. We'll have the pregame show at 7.15. Both teams will have five timeouts left throughout the rest of this game. And now Barnes will bring it across from right to left for Earlham after that T.O. Gets it on the right side to Thomas. Wilson Thomas with it outside the arc. Backs up against Henry. Now swings it around the front to Barnes. Down on the left block it goes to Zalman. Zalman backing in against Edwards. Spins into the lane. Put up the right-hand hook. No good. And Edwards got the rebound. His fifth of the ball game. Up the floor is Henry on the outlet. Off to Finley. Finley with it. Between the legs dribbled. Dribbles between the circles. Kicks it off to Cropper. Sideline left. Dribbles up top side. Got the ball knocked away. Stolen away by Zolman. Zolman dribbles up top of the key. Hands it off to Barnes. Baseline left to Eldis Back out front to Wilson Thomas for the long three. No good. And Edwards got the rebound again. He's got six in the ball game. All defensive. 7.50 to go in this first half of play. Finley, sideline left off to Henry, top of the key to Edwards. Now right-hand side, it goes to Cropper. Cropper with the left-hand dribble, spins it over to Finley between the circles. Finley bounce pass to the right elbow to Edwards, dribbles in, got the ball knocked free, ball loose on the baseline, picked off the floor by Zalman and kicks it off to Eldasogi. Up the floor to Delaboa, he's going to lay it up and in. Boy, picture-perfect fast break on the play for the Quakers. And they lead it by four again, 21-17. Henry dribbles around Thomas to the right side of the free throw line. Top of the key, Mano for the long three. Got it! Mano got the rattle home. He's got three in the ball game, his first three. And it's 21-20. Earlham with a one-point lead. Wilson Thomas dribbles in against Henry. Kicks it out front to Dullaboa. And Dullaboa shuffled the feet before he put the ball on the ground. 7.02 left to go in the... First half of play. Twenty-one twenty. Earlham on top of it. With just under seven minutes left to go. Checking out some scores here while we had the opportunity. Henry with it. Left of the lane. He's going to drive all the way in. An offensive foul on the pick called against Cam Gordley. Gordley into the ball game for the first time today. And he picks up his first personal. And that's the fifth against the Lions as a team. 6.45 left to go, and Erlem has the basketball up the floor. Erlem with it. On the left-hand side, Stalling. Stalling gets it off to Wilson Thomas. Three-pointer left wing. Got it. Wilson Thomas, two three-pointers today. He's got six. And it's 24-20, Erlen by four again. Six and a half left to go in the first half. Finley on the left-hand side to Mano. Mano outside the arc, sideline left, top of the key to Finley. He'll dribble in on the right side, drive the lane, lay it up. No, it'll go, but it won't count as a foul was called out front on the drive. And that's against Jamal Barnes. 
That is his first. Fourth against Earlham. Double E, Eric Edwards coming into the ball game, leaving is Cam Gordley. Edwards checks in with seven points, one of two from the line, and seven rebounds. Hands it off to Finley, off the inbounds. Finley, top of the circle. Left side, Cropper. They're forcing him way outside. Cropper, top of the circle to the line, right side. Dribbles out to the wing, outside the three-point arc. Seven on the shot clock. Cropper, between the legs, dribble, top of the key. He's got to put something up. Three, gets it off to Finley. Finley's going to force it up at the buzzer. Got it! Boy, Cropper put Finley in an impossible situation, and Finley drained the three. And it's 24-23, Earlham. Coming the other way, Barnes put it up for 15. No good. Eric Edwards with the rebound, and he gets it off to Finley. Boy, what an unbelievable shot by Finley. Left side for the three. It's a one-point Earlham lead. Edwards, top of the circle. Left-hand side, now to Cropper. Cropper, left baseline, gets it off to Edwards. Edwards backs in against Elisogi. Put it up and in with the right hand. The hero player of the week. Eric Edwards with nine points, and it's 25-24. Lions lead it again by a point. Delaboa with it, left of the circle. Now gets it top side, going right through the hands of Wilson Thomas, but picked up by Barnes. Back to Thomas, three-pointer, right wing. Nope, and the rebound taken down by Eric Edwards. Edwards has been Mr. Clean on the glass this afternoon. Under five minutes to go in the first half. It's a one-point Lions lead. Edwards, top of the circle. Off to Finley. He'll shoot the three. No good off the back iron. And the rebound chased out front by Eldasogi. He's got three rebounds today, one of them offensive. 25-24, Lions on top of it. Earlham with the basketball to Delaboa. Delaboa goes left-hand side to Stallings. Now top of the circle, Barnes. Barnes looking underneath, guarded by Finley. Lions in that man-to-man that they... Normally play about 99% of the time. Wilson Thomas left of the circle, put up the three. No good with the shot clock going down and the rebound taken down by Jake Cropper. Cropper gets it up the floor to Finley, and now the Lions will take a timeout. 4.15 left to go in the first half of play from the Harrington Center. I'm Dave Mitchell, your score. Mount St. Joseph, the Lions, 25 and Earlham, the Quakers, 24. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. 25-24, Lions lead it by a point. And after that 30-second timeout, Toby Kerrigan will have four timeouts left, three fulls and a 30. Inbounds, Finley with the basketball on the right-hand side, looking for a pick from Edwards. Now dishes it off to Connor Mislowski, who's back into the ballgame. Down to Tyler Mano, left corner jumper, no good. Rebound tapped out front by Edwards. It goes to Finley. Finley, top of the key to Mislowski. Left wing Henry for the three-pointer. Left wing has got it to go. Jordan Henry, his first three of the game. And it's 28-24. Lions have opened up a four-point lead. 3-45 left to go in the first half. Wilson Thomas, right-hand side. To Zalman. Zalman gets it off on the run to Stallings. Stallings drives right of the lane, laid it up and in. 
So Kenny Stalling with his first two. And it's a two-point Lions lead, 28-26. Edwards, top of the circle. Look for the give-and-go to Finley. On the right side to Henry. Now right baseline to Edwards. Edwards dribbles into the lane. Puts the body on Zalman. Then laid it up with a left hand up and in. Edwards with 11 early. And it's 30-26. to Hands again by four. Left wing, El Desogi. Clears it off on the right side to Barnes. Now down to Zalman. Zalman, right corner. He'll shoot it from 15. No good. Nice box out by Connor Mislowski. He takes the rebound off the glass. Gets it off to Finley, and he'll bring it into the front court with under three minutes to go in the first half. On the give and go to Edwards. Laid it up and in down the lane. Edwards with 13. And the Lions lead it now by 6, 32-26, their biggest lead of the evening. Barnes right in the circle, Max Reese going away by Finley. Finley will bring it up on the break for the Lions. Now he'll slow it up as he gets it across the timeline. Left of the circle, it goes to Edwards, dribbles to the free throw line, kicks it off to Henry for the left wing three-pointer. Good! Jordan Henry with six in the ball game. Time out, Erlem. 2.23 left to go in the half. And your score... It is now Mount St. Joseph 35, the Quakers 26. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, the Lions women's basketball team won the game earlier this afternoon, 63-48. Ups their mark to 6-3 overall. And they are 3-1 in conference play. Earlham, after that timeout, gets the basketball. They inbound it to Barnes, and Barnes is immediately fouled. And it's on Tyler Mano. Tyler with his first, and that's the sixth against the Lions as a team. Putting it in play, Stallings gets it off to Barnes. Barnes will dribble it up against Finley. Finley is right there to hound him, bringing it across. Barnes gets it accomplished, though, into the front court. Gets it off on the right-hand side to Wilson Thomas to Hutchins at the top of the circle. Now right of the lane, it goes to Stallings. Put it up from five, short, off the front iron. Rebound, Mislowski, and a foul over the top will be called against Erlem, and that's on Ken Stallings. His first. And the fifth against the Quakers as a team. 2.04 remaining in the ball in the first half. Now Henry's going to throw the home run pass up the floor to Edwards. One dribble, laid it up and in. They burnt Jason Slane, who had snuck into the ball game. That's 15 in the contest for Edwards. And it's 37-26. Lions have opened up a quick 11-point lead. Top of the circle. Stallings comes to a jump stop in the lane. Lays it up and in. Ken Stalling, he's got four in the ball game. And it's 37-28. Again, the Lions by nine. With the right-hand dribble. Finley goes right of the front court to Edwards. And it goes top of the key to Henry. Now back to Edwards. Edwards top side. Tried to get it to Henry, but dishes it off instead to Mislowski. Knocked away from behind. Pulled out of the air by Hutchison. 
Hutchison will bring it up. Now to Wilson Thomas. Left of the circle to Hutchison at the free throw line. Dribbles in against Mano. Off the Barnes left corner, and Barnes will reset the offense. Now dumps it off underneath to Hutchison left corner. Top of the circle. He's going to give it to Barnes who will shoot a long three. No good. Rebound kicked around on the sideline. Last touch by Stallings. It goes out of bounds. Back to Mount St. Joseph. Lions now shooting 62.5% from the field on 15 of 24. Earlham shooting 37% from the stripe. From the field, excuse me. And that's 11 of 30 from the field. Cropper's back into the ball game. And sitting down is Mislowski. Up the floor, Cropper. Cropper gets it off left baseline to Edwards. Edwards with 44 seconds to go. Dribbles inside the lane. Kick the ball off and gets it back to Henry. Henry with it. Out front to Finley. 12 on the shot clock. Finley right of the circle. Gets a pass on the left-hand side to Edwards. Now dishes it off to Finley. Left side or right side, excuse me. And Amano put up the three. Got it. Tyler Nino with six, and it's 40-28. to 28. Lions lead it by 12, 20 seconds to go in the half. Hutchinson dribbles baseline right, trying to put the shot up, blocked out of bounds by Cropper. First block of the afternoon by either ball club, and Ed Earlham will put the ball in play, and it'll be Barnes who will trigger it in. Barnes lobs it out near the timeline. And it goes to Dolaboa. Back out front to Barnes. Crossover dribble. Gets it off on the left-hand side to Dolaboa. Dolaboa now back to Barnes. Barnes to the free throw line. He'll put up the fallaway 15-footer. No good. And that is the end of the first half of play. I actually had forgotten where the clock was at. So your score at the end of the first half of play here from the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. It's a 12-point Lions lead. 40-28 to over the Earlham Quakers. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more and have a chat with Nolan Miller and Colby Webb who are going to the All-Star Game in Texas here in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that with them when we return at halftime. Again, your score is Mount St. Joseph 40 and the Quakers 28. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Celebrate the soggy shoes and the slow starts. Celebrate the lessons learned along the way. These are the wins. Not the shiny, nail-biting kind. These are the last a lifetime kind. State middle and high schools are now requiring service learning hours. The number of high school students who volunteer nearly doubled the number of college students. In 2004, the percent of college students who volunteer peaked at 31.2%. By 2010, that rate dropped to 26.1%. Once students get to college, many feel like they have too many other obligations and not enough time to volunteer. 
but these students are missing out on an enriching experience. As a volunteer, you will step out of a comfort zone working in teams with people of all ages and different backgrounds. You will have the chance to increase your social and relationship skills. You will be able to apply what you learned in the classroom to the real world. You will acquire skills that will help build your resume and make you a more competitive job applicant. And best of all, volunteering will create a positive change in your community and make you feel good. So try to balance your time and find a few hours where you can volunteer with one of the many amazing organizations in your community. There is a volunteering opportunity out there for everyone and many resources you can use to find what will best fit you. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Well, Mount St. Joseph has built a 12-point lead here at the half, 40-28. to 28. They are being led in the ball game by Eric Edwards. Double E has got 15 points in the contest. And for the Earlham Quakers, they are being led in the ball game by 12 points to Austin Dolaboa. So the junior from Earlham leading the way for the Quakers, the senior from Mount St. Joseph leading the way for the Lions. A couple of Lion football players are going to play in an all-star game coming up in a couple of weeks down in Texas. Nolan Miller and Colby Webb will get the opportunity to play one more college football game and the Sports Information Department from Mount St. Joseph University had the opportunity to talk to those two players about that honor. Alright guys, I'm here with two guys nominated to the National Bowl uh, Senior Bowl game for this year down in Florida. Got Nolan Miller, defensive end, Colby Webb, linebacker here with us. How's it going, guys? Doing pretty great. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, so I want to ask you guys how was the experience, you know, going down there, playing in Florida, uh, meeting other players, coaches, things. Alright guys, I'm here with two guys nominated to the National Bowl uh, Senior Bowl game for this year down in Florida. Got Nolan Miller, defensive end, Colby Webb, linebacker here with us. How's it going guys? Doing pretty great, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, so I want to ask you guys how was the experience, you know, going down there, playing in Florida, uh, meeting other players, coaches, things like that. Alright guys, I'm here with two guys nominated to the National Bowl uh, Senior Bowl game for this year down in Florida. Got Nolan Miller, defensive end, Colby Webb, linebacker here with us. How's it going guys? Doing pretty great, how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, so I want to ask you guys how was the experience, you know, going down there, playing in Florida, uh, meeting other players, coaches, things like that. Um, it was fun, you know, just getting the opportunity to do something that, I mean, I guess a lot of people wouldn't really 
normally have the chance to. I'm getting to meet people from all over the country, players, um, coaches, and just getting to play football in Florida in December. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's always a bonus, too. But, no, nonetheless, it was a really good experience, and I'm glad uh, we were able to do it. Absolutely. Definitely blessed for the opportunity, and like you said, it was definitely good for a change of scenery to go down to Florida and play a game down in Daytona. Mm-hmm. Compared to this weather up here right now, we're having, but that was nice. Um, exactly. Yep. Well, like you just said, no one, there was only two of you guys. Um, two out of nine out of the whole HJC, you just yep. said. Mm-hmm. So that's very impressive. Um, so I want to get off the game a little bit. Um, how about your best memories at the Mount playing here? Honestly, best memories um, would have to be just always being with the guys, the camaraderie in the locker room, and just mm-hmm. preparing for every game each week and just taking on with the guys who become like family to you, uh, the coaches who become just like mentors to you. So just going to battle and going to war with them. and they just That's just something you always cherish for the rest of your life. So I'm just really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. I hate to piggyback off him, but I'd probably say the same thing, just going through the everyday grind, the off season, everything nobody ever sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, Coach Hop, you got the new uh, appointed head coach this year, so that's pretty um pretty cool He's for doing now. a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Right um, so why did you guys choose them out? Uh, they were actually the very first school to talk to me. Um, I went different ways starting, started to look at other different schools, but shortly figured out that the Mount was the best place for me and mm-hmm. haven't looked back ever since. And you're from West Virginia, so how did, sure. was there any schools out there that contacted you as well, or is it just... Um, there's definitely, uh, I got a little look from Shepherd and Concord and a couple of West Virginia schools, but... Um, I just knew the Mount was the home for me. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. No um, Me, personally, my sister went to uh, MSJ, so I've always been familiar with the school in the area, and um, the, co- the coaching staff um, mm-hmm. recruited me when I was in high school, and uh, out of high school, I originally did I went to a different college, and then when I decided to come back home, I just knew the Mount was the right fit, because even when I was there, they would always just check up on me, just kind of always kept it as a person, like a friend level, and I respected that, and I appreciate it very much. Um, so I just knew the Mount was a good fit, and I just, the atmosphere was always nice, and I just love the family feel it always gives you. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, so last time you strap it up, you're down in Florida. Um, what's that like, and what's next, you know? I thought the experience was amazing getting to play in front of, a couple NFL scouts, a couple Canadian scouts, and arena football. I thought it was really cool to just get to experience the mm-hmm. entire. Just it was very surreal for me. It was it's pretty sweet. CFL scouts were there as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was pretty sweet. There were about how many? About thirty-five, forty of them. Like something like that. number scouts. I think yeah. it was like thirty-five to forty. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So it was it was pretty sweet. Great experience. It was it was definitely um, fun because you know it was the one you always want to win. You always have a competitive edge on you when you're playing a game. But it was kind of the first time in mine in his career where we just didn't really have to worry about the score. Like mm-hmm. I said, you always yeah. want to win, but we didn't have to worry, worry about the score or what anyone was doing or what anything was going on. We because we knew that we were just playing football for possibly the last time ever. So we just went out there and just gave it our all and just had a lot of fun doing it and really really just soaked it all up and enjoyed it. Um, that was good, guys. Yeah, you had to play your game. Well, that's, you know, that's an amazing accomplishment, and you put, you know, letting people know that you're coming from the Mount, HEAC, things like that. Um, but, you know, I appreciate the time you guys coming in today and 
speaking with me and asking, let me ask you these questions. Oh, I appreciate you speaking with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having us. It means a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Colby Webb and Nolan Miller talking about their experience going to the Senior Bowl that was played in Florida just a couple of weeks ago. We're at halftime, 40-28 to 28 your score. Mount St. Joseph leading it here at the half, and we'll be back with take a look at the stats right after this. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. It's back home Tuesday night for the Roger Bacon Spartans. Newport Central Catholic heads into the Fogarty Center for a non-conference battle, and the Spartans will be looking to put another mark in the left-hand column. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Tuesday night as the Spartans entertain Newport on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The game will tip off at 7.30, and the pregame show starts at 7.15. It's the Spartans and Newport Central Catholic Tuesday night from Roger Bacon High School, and you can hear it all at 7.15 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, during the last five minutes of that first half, the Lions really started to heat things up. Shooting-wise, they ended up 64% from the field on 16 of 25, 7 of 12 from three-point range for 58.3%, and they were just one of two from the line for 50%. Leading the Lions in scoring with 15 points, Eric Edwards. He's got 15 points, nine rebounds, one of them offensive. Six points each to Jordan Henry and Tyler Mano. Five points to Jake Cropper and Cameron Stewart, and three points to Andrew Finley this afternoon. Lions grabbed 21 rebounds in the first half compared to just 10 for Earlham so far in that first half of play. Leading the Quakers in scoring, Austin Dolaboa. He's got 12 points in the ballgame. Six points going to Elijah Wilson-Thomas. Ten, or four points, excuse me, to Ken Stalling along with Terry Eldasogi and Blake Bonin has got two points in the ballgame. From the field, Earlham shot 11 of 32 for 34%. Not a very good percentage. From three-point range, they were two of eight for 25%, but they were four of four from the free-throw line for 100%. When you total everything up, they are down here at the half, 40 to 28. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half is next from the Harrington Center on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Interbellissing's Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. 
please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. So your score here at halftime, 40-28. to 28. Lions lead it by 12. They are looking for their sixth win in their last seven ball games. They'll be back on the road on Monday night at Columbus. We'll have that game for you starting with the pregame show at 6.30. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. And then the Lions will take a well-deserved 12-day break. Their next game after Monday night will be on December the 30th. And that will be at home back here at the Harrington Center against Thomas Moore. Finley, Henry, Edwards, Getz, and Cropper come out on the floor for the Lions. Erlem will have the basketball to open up the second half going from left to right on your screen. Hutchison will inbound it, and he's got Barnes out there along with Wilson Thomas, Dolaboa, and Zalman. So with the basketball, Barnes gets it off on the right-hand side to Wilson Thomas. Underneath pass to Zalman, and pushed from behind is Jake Cropper. Cropper picks up his second personal. And that obviously is the first foul against either team. We've only played eight seconds of the second half. Barnes will inbound it right of his own bucket and does the Hutchinson out front, sideline left, and gets it back over to the sideline to Barnes, who inbounded it. Now dribbles around the top, gets it off to Wilson Thomas. Thomas back outside to Dolaboa. Dolaboa with it, a couple of dribbles on the sideline left to Hutchinson, back on top of the circle to Barnes. Five on the shot clock to Thomas. Thomas, long three straight away, no good off the side iron, and a foul underneath will be called on Zalman. Zalman will be called underneath for pushing off, trying to go for the rebound. That is his first personal. And now the team fouls are even at one apiece. Both teams have four timeouts remaining, by the way, throughout this second half. So we've got a lot of breaks coming up here in the next 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Henry with the basketball. Almost palmed it. Has it top of the circle to the line to the lane with a right hand. Laid it up and in. Henry's got eight points in the ball game, and it's 42-28. Up the floor, Dolaboa put it up. No, but a foul will be called on the shot. So Dolaboa will go line right. He's got 12 points in the ball game, two of two from the strike in the first half. So he will try to cut into this Mount St. Joseph 14-point lead with the first one. Clanked it off the front iron, no good. Trying to get some scores here for you as we move along here in the second half of action. Second one by Dolaboa is good. Got 13 in the ballgame now. Three of four from the line. By the way, that was the first miss of the ballgame from the free throw line for Earlham. Gets on the right-hand side to the right elbow on the way back. He lines with the ball in a 13-point lead. Edwards left of the circle. Gets it on the right-hand side to Getz to the line with the left hand. Put it up from five with the right hand. Up and in. Gets, that's his first two of the ball game. And it's 44-29 into the front court. 
Zalman gets it off to Wilson Thomas, right baseline Hutchison from 15, around the rim, off the glass, and good. Hutchison got the nice, kind rim, his first two, and it's 44-31. Lions with a 13-point lead. 18.25 to go. Edwards drives the lane, laid it up and in with the left hand right in front of Zalman. Edwards now with 17 points in the ballgame, and it's 46-31. Right side the other way comes Hutchinson, puts it up from 12. No good. Rebound loose in the baseline, saved in by Finley. Up the floor to Getz, now to Henry. Henry drives right of the lane. He's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket by Wilson Thomas. That will be his first and the second against Earlham as a team. Hanover defeated Defiance today, 74-51 in men's basketball. And we've got a couple of halftime scores. Inbound pass loose on the floor. Fighting for it is Edwards and Zalman. And now Henry getting into it a little bit with Zalman. I think he thought Zalman gave him a kick. So one official is with Zalman and the other official is with Henry. And Zalman and now Henry slap hands and they're cool with each other. So we'll go back to playing basketball. Got one halftime score for you so far. Well, a couple of them. With 18.02 left to go in the second half, it is Manchester leading Rose Holman by 6, 39-33. And with 14.08 left to go in the ball game, it's a close one, Bluffton and Franklin. 47-46, Bluffton on top of that one. 18.03 left to go here. 46-31, Lions with a 15-point lead, trying to keep a hold of first place in the Heartland Conference. Henry will put it in left of his own bucket. And a foul away from the ball before the pass was even made inbounds. And it will be called against Earlham. And that foul is against Jamel Barnes. Barnes picks up his second and the third against Earlham. Henry again will put it in play left of his own bucket. Inbounds it left wing to Finley. He'll pop the quick three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Wilson Thomas. He'll get it up the floor to Barnes, sideline right in front of the Earlham bench. Now to Hutchinson. Hutchinson topside to Dolaboa, back to Hutchinson, posting low on the left block. Backs out front near the three-point arc. Now back off to Barnes, right wing, hands it off to Thomas. Thomas guarded by Henry. Thomas is going to dribble right side, and with nine on the shot clock, they're going to call a foul against Jordan Henry on the drive. So Earlham will have the basketball out underneath. Henry with his first and the third against Mount St. Joseph. 17-39, and now the officials are going to confer. Barnes is going to put the ball in play after this conference is over. One official conferring with the scorer's table, and now Jason Polikoff will come in and want to find out what's going on. Toby Kerrigan, meanwhile, just an innocent bystander. Kind of keeping an ear to what's happening, make sure everything is fine. Polikoff and the official are still conferring. And now Toby Kerrigan is going to come over and he's going to say, hey, the scorebook is correct. They're trying to get the arrow correct, I believe, on the alternating jump ball. So one official still talking with Polikoff. The other official has come down to the scorer's table. Meanwhile, the third official is standing there having a nice conversation with Jamel Barnes underneath the bucket. 
Now Barnes will put it in play, and we'll get back to what we're here for to play basketball. Barnes, right of the bucket, inbound to the Hutchinson, right of the lane, drives in against Edwards. Edwards blocks the shot. Hutchinson got it back, put it up. No, and a foul will be called underneath. Boy, Edwards got the shot blocked, and then a foul is going to be called on Finley. That is his second. Fourth against Mount St. Joseph, so Barnes will put it in play again, trying to find Hutchison, and it is going to be Edwards wrapping up Hutchison with the foul. And again, Toby Kerrigan not very happy with that call. Edwards with his first, and that is already the 15th foul against the Lions. So Barnes again, third time's a charm, he's going to try it again. This time inbounds is to Zalman. Back to Barnes. Barnes dribbles up to the right elbow. Now backs it outside the three-point arc. Over between the circles to Delaboa. Off to Thomas. Top side to Barnes. On the right wing it goes to Hutchison. Dribbles down to the right block. Out front to Delaboa for the top of the key three. Around the rim and out. No good. Rebound Hutchison. Drove right over Cropper. And Cropper picked up the offensive foul. Offensive foul on Hutchison. That will be his third personal. The only other guy I've seen that is as big as Hutchinson is the kid from Case Western Reserve and I don't recall his name right off the top of my head but he was a big boy too. On the right side Finley. Finley for the three right wing. No good in the rebound will be taken down by Dolaboa. Dolaboa will get it up the floor. It goes to Wilson Thomas. Back outside to Dolaboa. Jab step. Gets it off to Thomas, now to Hutchison. Hutchison's left of the lane. Back out to Wilson Thomas. He's going to shoot the long three. Got it. Wilson Thomas has got nine in the ball game, and it's 46-34. Here comes Henry the other way, all the way to the lane. Laid it up with the left hand. No. Cropper lost the rebound out of bounds. It'll go back to Erwin. They've got Hutchison at 6-4, but they don't have the weights down on the roster. For Earlham. But I'll tell you one thing. Hutchison can play defensive line for the Quaker football team. He is a big, big boy. And he is pretty athletic, too, because he's put some moves on underneath that have matched right up there with Eric Edwards. The other way comes Barnes with 16.25 to go in the ballgame. It's a 12-point Lions lead. Delaboa drives right of the lane. Laid it up short. Rebound tapped into the corner. And it's picked off the floor by Cam Stewart. Saved it in on the baseline to Henry. And Henry's going to be fouled by Barnes. Jamel Barnes picks up his third. That's the fifth against Earlham. So the team fouls are even at five apiece. Hutchison will leave the ball game. And back in is Eldazogi. So the Lions against full court pressure will inbound it to Edwards, sideline right, and he gets it right back to Henry. Henry double team, brings it across the timeline to the left side of the lane, down to the baseline, spins it back out front to Stewart. He'll drive right of the lane, hook it back out front to Henry, left wing to Stewart, left baseline Edwards into the lane. Edwards stops, goes back to the left, put it up with the left hand, no, but a foul will be called on Zalman. And Edwards will go to the line. On Cheney Zalman, that's his second. But that is also the sixth team foul against Erlem. So that means the Lions will be going to the line for the remaining 15-56 of this one. 
Edwards line left. Shoots it. Got it. Edwards with 18 in the ballgame. And it's 47-34. Second one by Edwards line left. Line drives that one up and in again. Edwards with 19. Came in averaging 15 and 19 in conference play. So he's matched his conference average. 15-45 to go in the ballgame. Bonin into the contest again here in the first time in the second half. And he immediately threw it over the head of Delaboa and out of bounds. First turnover in the second half. Committed. Well, make that the second turnover, excuse me. On Earlham. And the Lions with a 14-point lead in the basketball. 15 and a half left to go in the ballgame. Edwards, double teamed on the right side. Now it goes to Cam Stewart. Stewart between the circles. Looking underneath. Can't find anyone. Now flips it over on the left-hand side to Getz. Getz has been held to just two points today, but the Lions haven't needed his scoring. Bounce pass. Edwards underneath the Cropper. Cropper pump faked the air and then laid it in. He didn't realize he was so open underneath the bucket he put a pump fake on, expecting someone to be there, but there was nobody within 10 feet of him. 50-34, to 34, Lions by 16. Dalaboa got a pass, not free, taken away by Henry. Henry will bring it up from right to left. Top of the circle, top of the key. Gets it on the right side to Getz for the long three. Right wing, no good. And the rebound comes out long to Blaine Bowman. Blake Bowman gets it up the floor, and it'll be a timeout taken by Earl. 14.45 left to go in the ballgame. Your score. It's now the Lions 50 and the Quakers 34. through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. While you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAP's menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. 50 to 34, Lions lead it by 16, and I went back and looked at my score sheets. TJ Duckett was the guy from Case Western Reserve. Boy, he had a big game against the Lions that night, and he is a big boy. They had him at 6'7, 215 pounds, and if he was 215, I weigh 125. He was huge, and Hutchison is the same way. He is 6'4", a junior. And I'll tell you one thing. His shoulders are extremely broad, and he can carry a lot of weight, and he is extremely muscular. He's got to be around 250, 260. 14.45 to go, but boy, is he athletic, and he's got the inbounds pass, sideline right. Back out front, Bonin. Bonin with a crossover dribble, hands it off to Eldasogi. Now back out top of the circle to Stallings. Back into the ballgame to Wilson Thomas, now to Bowling. 
Bonin gets it off on the right-hand side to Thomas. Now back to Bonin. Bonin dribbles to the free-throw line. He'll lay it up with the right hand. Good. Boy, Bonin took a nice drive to the bucket. He's got four. And it's 50-36. to 36. Lions with the lead. Into the front court comes Getz. Getz with 14-15 to go in the ballgame. Off to Edwards. Now to Getz, right side. Looking for a pick from Edwards. Bounce pass sideline right. It goes to Henry. Now dribbles out between the circles. Trap now put in by Earlham. On the left side, Tyler Mino. He's going to shoot the left wing three. Nope. Rebound tapped out front. Comes down to Adam Getz. He'll shoot it right of the circle for three. Got Getz with five in the ball game. His first three. And it's 53-36 Lions by 17. Thomas the other way. He's going to lay it up. Hung it on the iron and got it to fall. Boy, nice muscle move by Wilson Thomas, and he got the roll. 11 in the ballgame for Wilson Thomas, and it's 53-38 Lions. Gets the other way, bounce pass between the circles. It goes to Eric Edwards. Bounce pass on the break to the bucket by Henry. Laid it up and in. Jordan Henry with 10 in the ballgame, and again a 17-point lead. Lob pass, Hutchison. Right of the lane, back out front, Stallings for the three. Put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Tyler Mano. Mano gets it up the floor into the front court. And he got it off to Edwards, and Edwards laid it up and in. Edwards with 21, 57-38 Lions with under 13 minutes to go in the ballgame. Earlham with the basketball. They go to Bonin. Bonin on the right side to Hutchison. Now top of the key to Wilson Thomas. Back to Bonin. Spins to the baseline and a traveling violation is going to be called against Bonin. Well, I'm not sure where they came up with that because he still had the dribble under control, but the turnover gives it back to the Lions. So Henry will put the ball in play in the backcourt and he does to Getz. Cam Stewart back into the lineup. Eric Edwards is going to sit down, your hero player of the week. Sits with 21 points in the ballgame. Finley, left of the circle, back out to Mano. Now between the circles, near the timeline to Stewart. Now to Finley. Finley drives the lane, kicks it out into the left corner for Henry's three. Got it. Henry has got 13 in the ballgame. That's his third three. Time out, Earlham. 12-22, left to go. In the ballgame, the dam is bursting for the Quakers. Your score, it's the Lions 60 and the Quakers 38. The Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're now just yards behind their old location into the Dahai Plaza. But only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best burgers and wings in town and offer a family-style atmosphere that's relaxing to everyone. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11 o'clock, now in the Dahai Plaza. Family owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. Dan Benjamin, the head coach of the women's basketball team here at Mount St. Joseph, just stopped up and said hello. Laney Studer took an elbow to the eye 
in that ball game, the point guard for the Lions, and she had to sit down for a couple of minutes, but he says she's going to be all right and get ready to play for Monday night against Franciscan. That's over in Steubenville, Ohio, clear over on the eastern part, just south of Youngstown. That'll be Monday night. We'll be in Columbus for the men's game from Columbus. Earlham, after that timeout, they've got two remaining with the basketball, down by 22. Ellis Obie will put it up from the left-hand side. No good. Banked it too hard off the backboard. And Cam Stewart chases it down near the sideline. Now to Getz, back over to Cam Stewart. Under 12 minutes to go in the ballgame. Finley, Finley's going to drive left of the lane. Now kick it back outside to Stewart. On the left wing to Getz, he'll shoot the three. Got it. Getz was scoreless for the entire first half and the first five minutes of the second. But he's come to life. He's got eight on two threes. Hutchison on the right side. Lions lead it by 25. He'll pull up to the 12-footer right side. Got it. Hutchison has got four in the ball game, And it's 63-40. Lions by 23. 11-25 to go. Henry brings it around. A pick by Mano. Gets it off to Stewart. Top of the key. Mano. Left wing Finley. Left baseline. Gets. He'll shoot it again for three. Got it again. Gets has got 11. And when he gets hot, he gets hot. 66-40. Delaboa puts up the three from the right side. No, and a foul over the top on the rebound will be called on Hutchison. And that's going to be his fourth personal foul. Now mass substitutions coming in for Earlham, and we've got to get the roster out to take a look at these for you. Into the ballgame, Isaiah Ware, a 5'10 junior guard out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Also into the contest, Jason Slane. He played in the first half, a 6'4 freshman out of Fisher High School in Fisher, Indiana. Eric Edwards back in, Cam Stewart will leave. Going lineup is Tyler Mano. Also into the ballgame, Zalman is checked back in. Along with Stalling, he stays in the ballgame, and Ware at the guard position. Mano puts up that one and put it up and in. He's got seven in the ballgame. This is his best outing in a long time. Mano's second one, put it up around the rim and in. Tyler with eight, two of two from the line, two three-pointers, and it's 68-40 lines by 28. They won by 30 points twice a year ago. Top of the circle. On the right side, stalling. Now goes to Ware. Ware gets it back to Stalling. Stalling right of the lane. Put it up off the glass from five. Got it. Ken Stalling with his sixth point of the game. And it's 68-42. We've got a lot of time remaining in this one. 10-35 left to go in the ballgame. Edwards, top of the circle. Hands it off to Getz. Getz on the give and go. Back to Edwards. Lost it off his knee. And a foul is called on the play. And it is going to be... A foul on Earlham, and it's on Wilson Thomas. Thomas evidently got in there and hit Edwards upside the head before he could pass the ball away. So Eric will go line left, shooting one and one with 10.27 remaining. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. So Edwards with his 22nd point of the ball game. He is four for five from the line today. 69-42. Lions 
Lead it by 27. Second one in and out. No good. And the rebound taken down off the glass by Jason Slane. Slane gets it up the floor. Stalling on the left-hand side. Now top of the circle to Thomas. Down into the right corner to Slane. Top side it goes to Stalling again. Hands it off on the play to Isaiah Ware. Ware's going to drive right of the lane. Put it up. No good. Short. And the rebound taken down by Tyler Mano. Mano's playing with a lot of confidence here in this second half. Ten minutes to go in the ballgame. We're halfway through the second half. Left wing gets long three. Got it again. He's hit three in a row from downtown near the Wishbone Plaza. And Getz has got 14 in the ballgame. And it's 72-42, Lions by 30. Thomas gets it off on the right-hand side. Deslane, he'll put it up right wing, no good. And the rebound taken down by Jordan Henry. Henry, stop and go dribble on the right side now to Finley. Finley looked for Henry, can't find him, and now gets it back to him near the top of the key near the timeline. Henry bounced past to Edwards. Edwards right at the top. Gets it back to Getz. Gets on the left wing to Henry. Cross court to Finley. Right of the circle. Finley right hand dribble to the line to the lane. Dumps it off underneath to Eric Edwards. No good. Edwards got his own rebound. Brawl goes out of bounds. And I believe it's going to stay with the mount. And it will. Now coming into the ball game, number 42 for Erlen, John Sacaleros. Sacaleros from Crown Point, Indiana, Crown Point High School. And leaving is Chaney Zalman. Henry will put the ball in play and does to Edwards. Edwards with it. Holds on to it. Top of the circle. Bounce pass to Henry. Henry saved it in from going out of bounds to Mano. Right corner three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Stalling. Up the floor on the run to Ware. Ware to the free throw line. Back to Stalling. Dumps it off on the right baseline to Zacaleros. And then he threw it into the backboard and it will be over and back against the Quakers. Coming into the ball game now, Liam Rabe, Henry will leave. And Mislowski's back into the ball game. Lions will play again Monday night, then they get a long break. Twelve days, and they will probably enjoy it. Finley off to Edwards, back to Finley, and a blocking foul will be called against Erlen as they got the ball back to Finley. And that's on Jason Slane, his first. And that's the ninth against the Quakers. Five for the Lions. Finley goes line left. He's shooting 69% from the strike. Three points today. Now he's got four. And he cans the first one. Now he gets the ball from the official. A couple of dribbles. And he shoots the second one. Good again. Finley with five. And the Lions lead it. 74 42 by 32. Blaine, check out Slane with it on the left hand side. And he goes in the lane to Ware, and Ware is going to drive the lane away and up and in. Isaiah Ware, his first two of the ball game. And again, it's a 30 point Mount St. Joseph lead. We're going to see the Lions clear the bench here in a couple of minutes. Edwards with the basketball, bounce pass on again, and the give and go on the way to the bucket. Finley got it, laid it up and in. Finley with seven, 76-44 Lions. Wilson Thomas with it, right of the circle. He's going to put up the long three off the front iron. Nope, off the glass, taken by Eric Edwards. He'll clear it off into the front court to Finley. 
Finley under eight minutes to go in the ballgame. Finley between the circles. Bounce pass left side to Edwards. Edwards top of the key. Hands it off to Finley with the left-hand dribble. Look for Edwards. Left baseline gets for the three. Overshot the bucket. Pulled down out of the air by Edwards. Shot clock did not reset, and it shouldn't have. Ten on the shot clock. Finley top of the circle. Right-hand dribble all the way to the bucket. Laid it up. No. Off the glass. Pulled down by Edwards. Ball loose. Stripped away from him. Out of bounds. Last touch by Earlham, and it will stay with the Lions. 7.26 left to go in the ball game. Hutchison back in, and so is Zalman. Leaving is Slane and Zacaleros. 7.26 left to go in the ball game. And the inbounds taken way out front by Mislowski. Off to Getz underneath to Edwards. Edwards kicks it off to Rabe. Now back to Finley. Finley left the lane. Stops, pops the five-footer off the glass short. And the rebound taken down by Zalman. He'll get it up the floor into the front court to Ware. Now back out to Zalman. Swings it around front to Ware at the left wing. Ware with the headband on. That takes one dribble. Gets it off to Stalling. Out front to Zalman for the three. Right side. Got it. Boy, Zalman has not shown that kind of range the entire game. That was his first shot. He's got three. And it's 76-47, a 29-point Lions lead on the right side. Edwards looking for the basketball, and around a pick, Finley will drive around left of the lane, laid up with the left hand, blocked out of the air by Stalling. Gets it up to Hutchison, and then Hutchison threw it away, picked off the floor by Mislowski, bounce pass to Edwards, landed up and in. Edwards with 24 in the ball game, and it's 78-47 the mount. The other way comes Stalling. He'll lay it up. No. Rebound tapped up and into the hands of Eric Edwards. Edwards will get it off to Getz, and he'll bring it up. And now the Lions will take a timeout. 6.09 left to go in the ballgame from the Harrington Center. Your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 78 and the Earlham Quakers 47. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. 6.09 6.09 remaining to go in the ballgame. It's a 31-point Lions lead. 78-47. And the Lions have Cam Stewart, Getz on the floor, Mislowski, Mitch Moorhead, and Liam Ray. With it is Getz. Getz left baseline, tried to put up the shot, lost the handle of the basketball, and it's pulled off by Dolaboa. Gets it up the floor to Thomas. Thomas left wing. Lost the handle of the basketball again. Gets it back. Baseline left. Threw it up from 10. No good. And the rebound taken down by Connor Mislowski. He'll clear it up the floor into the front court to Rabe on the right side. Back to Getz. Getz between the circles to Miz. Now back over on the left-hand side to Cam Stewart. Stewart top side to Rabe. Now back out front to Mislowski. Bounce pass to Mitch Moorhead. Left of the circle. Over on the play to Mislowski. Right wing to Ray. Bounce pass underneath to Mitch Moorhead. Right block. Moorhead backing in against Hutchinson. Spin to, spins to the baseline. Put up the hook shot. Good. Mitch Moorhead his first two. That's his average. And it's 80-47. to 47. Bounce pass Hutchinson. Left baseline. Hutchinson 
forces him to give it up. Gets it out front to Zalman, and he'll put up the three. Good again. Zalman's hit two in a row from almost that same spot, and it's a 30-point Lions lead, 80-50. to 50. Bounce pass inside the circle to Zalman. Right wing gets for three. Drove it. Gets with 17 points in the ballgame. And it's 83-50. Coming the other way, Erlen gets the basketball off to Zalman near the timeline. Zalman hands it off to Harris. To Thomas. And the officials. Boy, there's some jawing going on now between Jason Polikoff and the official scorekeeper at the scorer's table. Polikoff was immediately went over, and he's still screaming at the official scorer. Not sure what that's all about, but the officials are breaking it up, and Polikoff is going to send in the bench here this afternoon. Thomas Sanborn's coming in. Wilson Thomas is going to leave. Barnes is checking back in. El Desogi is back into the ball game. And Polikoff is still standing about 10 feet to the right of the scorer's table, and he is just seething. He's been upset at the scorer's table for some reason all day long. El Desogi gets it off on the left baseline to Barnes. He's going to drive the baseline, but it won't count. He's going to be fouled on the play by Liam Rain. We're located at the top here at the Harrington Center on the track, so we're not able to see what's going on down at the scorer's table, or I'd tell you what was happening. Cam Gordley back into the ballgame, and now wholesale substitutions for Mount St. Joseph with 4.25 left to go. Owen Alcorn's into the ballgame. We're going to try to match these people up for you. Inbounds pass. Knocked away out of bounds. Over to Jason Polikoff. And he's going to flip it to the officials. So it will stay with Erlem. Kenny Simpson into the ballgame from North College Hill High School. 5'8 junior. He's in for the Lions. Also in Cedric Woods. Woods from Fairfield. 5'6 sophomore. Inbounds pass. Stolen away. Bringing up the floor is Kenny Simpson. Simpson gets it down to Cam Gordley. Gordley, left of the lane, backs in, spins into the lane, put up the shot, partially blocked out of the air by Aldisogi, and it's pulled down now by Ware. Ware will bring it up for Erlen. Bounce pass on the right baseline to Barnes, not top of the key. It goes to Brad Bliss. Bliss into the ballgame now for Erlen. On the left side, Ware, long three, left wing, missed everything. Saved in by Aldisogi, but right into the hands of Cedric Woods. Woods behind the back dribble into the front court, right of the circle, with it on a bounce pass to Gordley. Gordley looking underneath. He's going to back into the lane, spin to the baseline, lay it up with the right hand, no good. Rebound Alcorn, knocked it out front, taken down by Barnes. Barnes will bring it up all the way. He's going to run right over the top, and a blocking foul is going to be called on the Lions. Kenny Simpson. Well, it looked like Simpson was definitely outside the arc. Looked like he had been there in plenty of time, but they're going to give the benefit of the doubt to Jamel Barnes. Barnes on the game is scoreless, and this will be her, his first trip to the line today, and he's shooting one and one. And he drills it. First one for Barnes, 3.33 left to go in the ballgame, 83-51. Lions with the lead. 
Barnes now will get the second. Monday night at Capitol. Pre-game show at 6.30. Tip-off at 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Second one is up and good by Barnes. He's got two in the ballgame. And it's 83-52 Lions. Into the front court. Simpson will bring it across. Simpson with the basketball. Bounce pass on the left-hand side. Gordley got knocked free, but he got it back into the left baseline. To Cedric Woods. And Woods just drilled the three-pointer from the left corner. Making it 86-52. The other way up the floor for Erlem. Hitting the three-pointer is Thomas Sandberg. The 6'5 sophomore. He hit the three from the left wing. Bringing it up for the Lions. Cedric Woods drives all the way to the bucket, lays it up and in. Woods with his fifth point of the ball game, and it's 88-55. Gordley grabbed the rebound off the missed shot. Gets it off to Kenny Simpson up the right side. Kenny Simpson with the basketball, left-hand dribble, drives inside the lane, lays it up and in. Boy, it's stat-stuffing time here at the Harrington Center. 90 to 55, Lions lead it by 35. Biggest lead of the year by the Lions. Right wing. Ware got the rebound, put it up, and in. And it's 90 to 57. Ware with the bucket. Up the floor, and now timeout taken by Mount St. Joseph, but it's just to bring in new substitutions with 241, 214, excuse me, left to go. You're going to hear people's names for the Lions that you have not heard all season long. Number 13, D.J. Graham. He's played a couple of times from Elyria Catholic High School up in northern Ohio. Also into the ballgame. Alcorn stays in. Tyler Beasold is into the ballgame. Beasold from Taylor Mill, Kentucky. And he just laid it up and in. The 6'4 sophomore got his first, first two points of the ball game and it's 92-57 with the basketball now stalling goes off to Blake Bonin left of the circle underneath for Erlem putting up the shot as Brad Bliss no good and the rebound taken down by Beasel. Beasel gets it off right of the circle hooks a pass over the head and out of bounds tried to get the pass to Sam McCloskey McCloskey the 6 foot junior from Indianapolis Indiana Heritage Christian High School and now coming into the ball game for Earlham is John Sacaleros. And Sacaleros has been in the ball game, but he forgot to take his warm-up jersey off as he was coming onto the floor. So Sacaleros comes into the ball game, a minute and a half to go. Bonin, right of the circle, back out front to where? Where inside the lane to Zacaleros, left baseline from 12, no good. Rebound loose on the floor, ball knocked free, and it's going to be picked up off the floor by Mount St. Joseph's DJ Graham. Graham brings it up the left-hand side to Gordley, left baseline. Gordley drives inside the lane, spins to the baseline, pump fake, kicks it off under the right corner to Graham. Graham back to Gordley, then tried to throw it over the top to Beasold, but was knocked out of bounds by Zacaleros. 103 remaining to go in the ballgame. Lions are going to go to their sixth win in seven games and it'll up their season mark to six and three. Right wing shot by the Lions, no good, and a foul will be called, I believe, on Cam Gordley, and it will be. 
57.9 seconds to go. We're going to take a quick timeout. 92.57. Lions on top of the Quaker. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mount School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Brad Mliss missed the free throw, and the rebound was taken down on the play by Owen Alcorn. Alcorn gets it off to Gordley. Gordley back to Alcorn. Now back to Gordley. Spin move inside the lane. Laid it up and in. Cam Gordley, his first two. 94-57 Lions. Under 40 seconds to go in the ball game. On the right side, Earlham has the basketball. Now to where? To Bonin. Bonin's going to shoot the long three. No good. And the rebound taken down by DJ Graham. Graham will bring it up. 25 seconds. Shot clock is off. Graham's just going to stand near the timeline and dribble the basketball. He's going to be guarded by Ware. And now Graham just stands there. He's going to dribble the clock out. Ten seconds to go. Lions will go to 6-3 and three and 4-0 and oh in the Heartland Conference. And they will stay on top of the conference standings heading into a couple of non-conference games to round out the 2017 portion of the 17-18 schedule. Your final score here this afternoon. It is the Mount St. Joseph Lions 94, the Quakers 57. We'll be back to wrap things up after this timeout. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. While you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAP's menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. 